Hey everybody, welcome to the Mahoney Matters Week in Review. I'm Mahoney Matters Editor Chris Pugh. Uh, just transparency-wise, we are taping this Tuesday. I've got a, a doctor's appointment that's going to take me out for today on Friday. So just wanted to get this out of the way. Uh, just wanted, And that way, in case something happens big in the area, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, that's why we're not particularly mentioned this week. But we'll catch up with any news uh, from Wednesday to Friday in next week's show. But it was a busy Monday and Tuesday oh, for us. Goodness. Yes, very busy. Tons of breaking news. Uh, it, it was interesting. Uh, and we'll talk about that in just a minute. But um, let me introduce this guy, Guy Vogren. Um, obviously, he works for the Trumbull County Prosecutor's Office. Long-time journalist in the area. How are you, Guy? Oh, Chris, okay. Uh, Chris uh, graciously got me out of a, a trial a little bit. I was uh, observing, uh, and uh, I'll, I'll be able to get back and uh, not miss much. I, yeah. I, I think the the state is wrapping up its case right as we speak, and then uh, there'll be some cross, you know, cross uh, from the defense. Uh, uh, they got a few witnesses, so uh, read about it probably <laughs> later in the week. Guys, publicly blaming me, so he gets in trouble. Like, hey, I'm not on that podcast. Thanks, guy. I appreciate that. All right, that's well, okay. There is a lot. They're on that. break. They're on break right now. Anyway. Uh, guy, you're right. Um, Monday, Tuesday, busy news days. Um, over the weekend was a busy news day, which usually doesn't happen. So there's a lot of stories we're not mentioning. And it's just because there's a lot going on. So we're kind of handpicking uh, things that stuck out most to us this week. Um, well, we're uh, less than a month away from the uh, state primary. Yes. Big primary yes. coming up. Well, and it was interesting. Um, you know, we talk about news judgment. We talk about when do we write a story and when don't we? Uh, it was interesting. I've been here for about a year. Uh, but back in 2022, um, State Senator Michael Worley, uh, he lives kind of, you know, between uh, Mahoning and Columbia County in the Salem area. Uh, there was a case um, where uh, somebody was on his property. He claimed he took a shot. And by that, I mean, he took his gun, shot the ground to kind of scare them off. Uh, the family that he reportedly did it to said, wow, he was really close. It made them feel uncomfortable and everything. Um, the family came back to pick up some hunting equipment. Apparently, it was a family that lived nearby the farm of the Roy family. And they tried to pick up their stuff. Um, and again, this is all according to reports. Um, his wife came out and fired a shot. And again, it was a self-defense type thing. Um, obviously, in our world of self-defense, okay, is that too much? We don't know. Uh, it led to a lot of questions. Very interesting uh, in terms of what to write and what not to write. Um, this was a situation. Let, let me make clear. Was, it, was there an investigation, right? Yes. Yeah, I was getting to that. This happened, and let's look at the timeline. This wasn't something that happened last night and we're reporting it today. This is something that happened back in 2022. Um, the and the Columbia County uh, prosecutor is a Republican. He felt that since he was Republican, and really was Republican, he wanted to appoint a special prosecutor uh, to alleviate any, you know, well, you're both Republicans, so you're going to vote a certain way. Um, he did that. And again, this is 2023. We're talking about a time in the past. Uh, the special prosecutor made a case saying, look, you know, we don't find the Roy family guilty. Like, we don't think 
They went over and above what the law says, but we're not going to find the other family guilty either. The family was reportedly on the property or whatever the case might be. Which is usually called trespassing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was no charges either way. No, no harm, no foul. Well, here's the interesting thing, too. When you look at farms, what is trespassing? I mean, if right. you and I have a farm beside each other, if I take a step in your your property. And usually you, neighbors allow each other to have hunting rights to the property. Right. right. And, and again, a lot of it is a situation we, we don't know. So what prompted the story was a lot of this information became known. And, you know, I heard a lot of questions about what media was like before I came aboard 2023, you know. Why didn't? It, why was this reported? And we haven't seen specifically where it was reported in our area in terms of the news orgs around the Mahoning Valley. Uh, Cleveland, Cle- Cleveland Clinic, sorry about that. Cleveland.com picked it up over the weekend. Uh, they did a story. Uh, the family, uh, it was written by a man who covers the state house for Cleveland.com. Apparently the family of the people who allegedly the alleged trespassers. Okay. Right. We're still upset about the situation. They said, look, you know, it still bothers us what happened. Now, let's look at from a new judgment standpoint. You could sit there and say, hey, you know, State Senator Ruley is running for Bill Johnson's old spot um, in the U.S. Uh, House of Representatives. Obviously, Johnson recently resigned from the rep, uh, House of Reps to go um, be the president of Youngstown State. So there's a lot of unknown about this. Granted, this kind of reminds me, Chris. Can I break in? This reminds me of the story when Tim Ryan back in 2002 was running for Congress against Jim Traffigan, who was going to prison at the time. And they brought up uh, Tim's uh, old uh, record being expunged for some kind of you know minor offenses he did while he was in college at Bowling Green. This was right around the same time of the election. So it's kind of a pattern here. Well, and I'll say this too, and and guy, I want to lean on you on this because again, I wasn't um, here in 2022. I I think part of the question comes, and and, you know, new staffs are smaller than they were, you know, 15 years ago. It's not a criticism; it's just the way it is. Um. It's interesting. There are some news orgs in Columbia County. I'm not sure if they covered the case well or not. You know, we can't be everywhere. And guy, you probably and tell me if you disagree. There, there comes a point sometimes where some of the stuff that should be covered just hasn't been covered. It's not that we missed the mark. Sometimes when you have a smaller news organization, you cover what you can cover. And sometimes things are well always... you know i i figured this you know this was the first i've heard of it and right. it, uh, mr Rowley is a state senator right and it, you know whatever right. there was a police record of this incident right and he's a public figure it's fair game it's it's newsworthy right uh, well, and w- w- do you do you feel the same way that's that's how i look at it as a former right. editor Oh, no, no, I, I definitely do. And that's why we ran something. Now, again, I was notified by this Saturday night. Apparently, there was an article written on Saturday on Cleveland.com. One of our readers, and let me mention this, uh, because I've had this conversation a couple times even today with people. If you see something, if you're like, man, why doesn't Mahoney Marriage know about this? You know, we're a small staff, we're human, there's only a limited number of hours a day. Email us, news at mahoneymarriage.com. 
Um, I will do my best to get back to you as quick as possible. Hey, we know about this, or we decided not to. Social media is a reality, really. Right, right. So I I think the case, you know, again, you know, Cleveland.com got the story, it's fine. We were a story based on the Cleveland.com story because we felt it needed to get out there. Um, It was a case that had been covered in the past. Now, if, you know, we covered it and all the other orgs in town covered it, maybe we'd say, hey, it's already been known, but it's somebody nobody knew about. I'll be honest, in my opinion, I thought the Cleveland.com story was fair. Uh, they talked to family members who thought uncomfortable with what was going on. They also talked to Ruley, and they just say, hey, what happened? And uh, Ruley defended his right to bear arms, self-defense. Um, again, you know, a lot of people have different opinions on what you can or can't do. But the org, good for them, they talked to both sides of the situation. Um, it's interesting, man. Um I think the big question that comes out is what do people make of this? I mean, you know, I've, I've heard some people comment, wow, I would do that to my neighbor. I'm not voting for him. But it sounds to me like, hey, if you're a Republican, you support it. If you're a Democrat, you probably don't support it. That's where yeah, it comes you're going to, it's, it's a gun issue. And, uh, you know, those that uh, like to have, uh, firearm to protect their property, you're going to not see anything wrong with this story. Yeah, and and definitely. And the story we have, like I said, we really attributed the information to Cleveland.com. And again, why we ran, in my opinion, was we needed to report it for the first time because it wasn't reported in our org. It wasn't reported in other organizations. We have records of the special prosecutor's report and everything else. Uh, It's just good for people to know. And again, I know the criticism, and I thought about this for a long time before deciding to run it, is, hey, we are in the election season. But again, this is something that happened. Uh, a lot of times I get calls, well, did you see this guy did this? Well, how do you know this? Well, I heard this from a third-hand figure. Well, this information was out there. There was it's a special all documented, report. too, right. It's all and, documented. and it's been really adjudicated. Yes. Um, and that is important. Now, there are things that are coming out of it. And, and Believe me, my my job here isn't to judge self-defense, if I like it or not or anything. He claimed self-defense. And again, the way the law has it, uh, it was adjudicated that he shouldn't be charged. So I'm not making any comments either way about that. And it's interesting that the other party wasn't charged with trespassing either. Right. Well, and I think reading between the lines, and I'm not talking to the special prosecutor about it, he probably just made a judgment saying, look, this is a squabble. This doesn't come to a legal issue. I mean, maybe, you know, the special prosecutor is like, well, that's kind of weird that either side would do that. But the special prosecutor said, hey, this is a situation out there. I'm not going to prosecute, which, again, that's what he did. Um, yeah. It, and it the just persons that were alleged on the property were worried about the bullets coming a little bit too close. Yeah. But they were uncomfortable with how close it was. And again, perception could be it too. Like, we don't know how far away they were. We weren't there that night. Uh, The special prosecutor has some idea, but they don't have a full idea. It was night. You hear, you could probably see the gun firing and then maybe hear the bullets whizzing. Yeah, you never know. And again, depends how you feel about guns. I mean, they're hunters, so they probably felt more comfortable. Man, if you shoot a gun within 10 miles of me, I'm like, oh, this is too close. So you never know. You never know. Um, I, I think, though, I, I guess a couple points I want to make up. You know, first of all, 
we have to be careful around election time when stuff happens. Uh, we have to make good choices on. Hey, we have to check out the charges. Yeah, yeah. And, and again, anybody out there questioning, I, I'm sure there's some people out there, like, why did you write about this? Well, it was a documented case. It was important. I think it was out there. I, I think, too, make sure both sides are represented. And again, I think the mark of any good story is you put the facts out there that you know of, that you check, you verify, and then the public decides. You know what I mean? This isn't, you know, my job here isn't the right pro role content. Yeah, it's or it's called role transparency. Role. Yeah. And I think that's the important thing. And, you know, if there's some people out there saying, well, why did you run about this? This was two years ago. Well, we had his defense. And again, depending on how you feel about self-defense, it was a pretty good defense of what, he, what happened, you know. And Rowley's def- definitely going to be in the news a lot in the coming right. year. I will say, and it, it's interesting. And, and Guy, I, he didn't do anything wrong. I know we criticized another politician a couple weeks ago that questioned the existence of a black national anthem. Uh, but really had a tweet he put out earlier Tuesday where, you know, he identified himself as a Trump delegate. I mean, really is a fan of uh, president, former President Trump, which is fine. Uh, he had a gun in his hand. He's like, hey, I'm defending rights and everything. Now, some people might have an issue with that saying, hey, after that story of the weekend, it's kind of weird you have a gun in your hand. Look, he's defending self-defense. You know I mean? It is what it is. I will tell you, though, it's interesting. We're in the world of social media now. Guy, I remember, man, it wasn't even this way when you and I worked together with the Trump about eight, ten years ago. No, and, uh, you know, much a lot of things are more out in the open. There's transparency. It's, it, the sources are abundant, and yeah. there's just more ways to get at them. I, I remember social when, media is one of them. I remember when Twitter first got popular, you know, people were saying, look, for people like LeBron James, you don't have to necessarily call a press conference if you want to get something out there. You can just say, you know, here, you tweet about it. And, you know, and for uh, the past, we had a president that did that. Right. Oh, yeah. And even like I watched a documentary about, you know, Barack Obama. And he was one of the first presidents that were there doing Twitter and talked about how he successfully used Twitter, too. Um, look, journalism in 2024, and I know a lot of people sit there and say, oh, journalism changed. Well, sorry, we go by the rules that are happening in this year. You know, if I live to 2054, I can't talk about journalism rules in 2024, right, but they're going right. to be different for whatever reason. The, the medium has changed. Yes. And when people post but the message is still the media, the medium is still the message. Right. And I think it's interesting that we're choosing not to write a story about the fact that Rolly had a gun in his hand on Twitter. I would imagine there's probably some outlets out there that might write about that, you know, but I will say one thing that people have to be aware of is if you're a newspaper or well, we're not a newspaper website editor in the Youngstown, Ohio area. If you're a, um, you know, communicator that works for Trumbull County Prosecutor's Office, rightly or wrongly, your social media, you're sharing things. You know what I mean? If I want to share something about my job, I'll share it on Twitter. If you want to share something about your job, you share it. And what we say and what we have, it takes effect. And, you know, people pick up on that sometimes. So uh, there's a lot going on with that. And, you know, we have certain situations now uh, based on social media. There's been situations I've written about in the past year that deal with that. And it's like, look, you know, you put something on social media, if you're newsworthy, 
It can become a story because when you post something on social media, you're putting that out there. You know right. what I mean? And, and this is just a part of the growing pains of this new media. Right. And, and you oh, know, and they, they, you know, other other places have you know dealt with it longer. Whereas you know, in the Mahoning Valley, we kind of uh, kind of slack behind a few years, and I think we're just you know hitting it right now. Well, and I'll tell you too. I'm I'm not a pu- well. You might consider me a public figure. I'll I'll let you guys be the judge of that. But when I post something on social media, that's why I'm boring. If you follow me on my personal social media, I just share stories, my podcasts, and everything else. When you share something, you're just you're making an announcement. And you know, I kind of look at it is if I post something, it's like the Mahoney Matters there says this. Somebody might say it in the future. I'm used to it. So um Yeah, my, my Twitter handle, both personal and public, is my old couch fan, which right. for those of you who have read the Tribune, that was my name of my column for over three decades. Right. Well, and I say that in really, and I say this in other situations are going on in the past and right now, too. Look, if somebody posts something on social media, you're a public figure, we may write about it. And when we write about it, we write what you say, and that's it. We're not making a value judgment or anything. Uh, if you're noble in the valley, you know, we're going to write about it because our, our people want care about people in the valley. So, uh, I say it to really a bunch of other cases out there too. So let's go into some other um, stories out there. Um, it was interesting. Um, Mahoney matters. We do a lot of, uh, you could call them investigative um, pieces where we look at state law and everything. We used to call them enterprise in the Tribune newsroom. Yes. yes. And, and we had an interesting story. Uh, Mona Moore is one of our service reporters. She, she does a great job for us. It was interesting. She wrote a story uh, think about the interstates, like the interstates around Youngstown. Think about 77, 71. You know, if the speed limit's 65, sometimes people go 70, 75. A lot of times there's, uh, you hear it described as an understanding. Um, you might say, well, how fast can yeah. you really go? And uh, Mona does a good story just talking about what the law says. And, you know, she does note saying, look, you know, if you go over the speed limit, you could get caught. Um, and if you get caught, even two miles an hour. Yes. Right. And there's definitely points that can put in your speed, uh, your driver's license and everything else. There is sometimes in Ohio where they do allow um, some exceptions. Um, in her story, she talks about how sometimes there's a current traffic. I remember I drove, um, was driving for Northern Ohio one day and I found myself going 85. And my wife was sleeping. She wakes up. She's like, what's going on? I literally was in bumper-to-bumper traffic going 85 with a bunch of yeah, cars. Going it's in. called the flow of traffic, yes. Right. So there's exceptions with that. There's also exceptions, too. And they're not going to say it's in the law. And I don't know if anybody we talked to is definitely going to say that. But there's times where somebody might say, a police officer may say, hey, they're going five miles over the speed limit. We'll let that go. And a lot of times, and, and also there's the, you know places, especially on the interstate in Girard, where there are traffic cameras that are gauging right. the speed, and you probably can get something out of. I'm sure former Mayor Melfi will tell you what the what the setting was. You know, was it seven right. or ten miles an hour that that activated these uh, violations? Yeah, I mean sometimes they allow you a little bit of credence, and again, you know, look back at the old stereotype. Okay, around Labor Day holiday. 
they're cracking down. You know, they're cracking down on drunken driving. They're cracking down on speed. I bet you probably wouldn't be able to get away with going two miles over. Right. And when it's a school zone, there's cameras in Youngstown. I'm sure, you know, that's 20 miles an hour. If you're going 25, that may be enough to get you a ticket. Well, it's interesting. There was cameras in Youngstown with the schools. They've kind of put down the hold for now. (laughs) There were some questions on, uh, is that okay or not? And they're still trying to debate that. But, But you raise a good point. You know, if it's Gerard or the way Youngstown used to do it, there, there is a little bit of ambiguity bait built in, but if the speed limit says 65, yeah, you might get lucky. Maybe it's a slow day for the officers. Maybe there's not enough officers around, so the officer's not doing the speed trap to win another day. You might be able to get away with it, but the law is the law. You know what I mean? Um, so if the speed limit's 55 and you're going 56, hey, you could be excused depending on the situation, but you technically could get pulled over. So Right. Right. And I've seen off Liberty Township officers going up on the bri- a bridge over Route 11 using the camera, the handheld. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, a couple of the things I thought was interesting. Um, Crestview, um, girls basketball. I, I'm a big fan of girls basketball. I think it's uh, it's fun watching good teams play, fun watching teams oppress. And we're, we're right in the tournament now. Yes. And we had one undefeated team. Uh, they ended up ranked number two behind West Branch. West Branch had an amazingly tough schedule. That's what kind of made West Branch rank above Crestview. But Crestview is 24 now. They went into the tournament. Uh, they play in a smaller division. Uh, so they played a team, beat them up really well, one, 107 to 6. Can you imagine that? Wow. I and don't think was- I've ever uh, saw a 100-point spread. And it's interesting, but sometimes when you see those things happen, even with a kid's game or high school game, suddenly there's a, oh, what, what are they doing? Why are they running this score up and everything? I watched through um, one of our, um, you know, other media outlets in town, uh, YSN. They had a video of that game because they usually show some of the local games. Uh-huh. Everything I saw, no argument ever saying the players you know, gave each other high fives afterwards. I think they realized Crestview's a really good team. The team they played, you know, just wasn't the ability of Crestview. So it was one of those games where there wasn't any anger, like, how dare you run up the score? I think it was more of it. And I'm sure the refs swallowed their whistle and the the time uh, clock operator took the rest of the afternoon off. Yes. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So, again, you know, sometimes it becomes controversial, like, oh, man, how how dare they be a team by that much? I look at it, too. Hey, Crestview just is a really good team, and they're – they showed it over the weekend. So good luck to Crestview. We'll see how they do. Um, we're taping this on Tuesday. Um, National Weather Service is saying there's some big weather warnings. Um, the weather's been really nice in the Mahoney Valley over the past couple of days. And you're like, Unseasonably, wow, yes. And you're like, fantastic. This is February. We're in the clear. Well, not necessarily. Uh, eventually, the it's going to get a little chillier. And when it gets a little chillier, weird weather can happen. Uh, they're saying... As of Tuesday night, and again, by the time you hear this, it might be Wednesday morning, uh, but there's some projected weather, um, wind, hail, uh, right. potential uh, tornado. A low uh, front is, is coming through, and when it collides with warm air, that's what happens any time of year. Yeah, and I would just say be careful out there. Again, if you're listening to Wednesday, we're hoping you're like, man, you, nothing happened. That's our hope, you know. And, uh, and remember, you know, groundhog or not, March yeah. usually comes in like a lion here in northeastern oh. Ohio. 
Well, if you lived in the Mahone Valley or anywhere in Ohio over the past year or two, let alone 50, I mean, my goodness. I mean, we're... Right. Especially March and April, we've had a few tornadoes. I remember it was April 1st last year in Trumbull County. High winds did lots of damage. And there was a fatality. Yeah, I remember being in um, Cleveland. Uh, It was like uh, the weekend before the home opener for the Indians at the time. And it was snowing bad. Right. And we're sitting there like, wow, how's it going to the baseball game? Well, it's Ohio. We've been there. We've done that. I mean, Plus, you know, we, we have the eclipse coming. Yes. Yeah. So, we, you know, early April, the weather's always kind of cool, especially when it comes around baseball uh, stadiums and everything. So, yeah, very good. So, um, a lot of stuff going on this week. Um, like I said, I just – it's very interesting when you look at a case like um, Michael Ruley. Um, we're yeah, we finally got off Bill Johnson, and now we're going to have probably a little bit, uh, a few sessions about his uh, probable successor. Let's say he's going right. to be the odds-on favorite to win. I will tell you, it's interesting. Um, Whenever there's a new editor of a publication, Mahoney Matters, uh, Trip Chronicle, a place you and I both worked at before, has a new editor coming in. We still cover the news. Sometimes you kind of change your focus. You don't always have to right. cover it the same way you did in the past. Everybody we, has their own tastes when, yeah, and, we, and appreciation what news judgment is. We, we do our fair share of uh, political stories, but again, we're not... We're not Dave Skolnick. Dave Skolnick does a great job for the video and the trip with stuff like that. I, I will say it's interesting. And again, I, I go back to the social media thing. Social media plays an important role in reporting. Um, and look, if you're a noble person in the area, if you're a politician, when you put something on social media and share it publicly, it, it's news. I mean, it's like, guy, if you send me a press release from the Trumbull County Prosecutor's Office, it's fair game if you send it to me as a press release, you know, to say I got some news. So I think the yeah. one thing most of have, the documents I sent out have news release on it. Yes. Right, right. And I'll be honest too, the way news works is if we were at a party and you came by and said, Hey, I got some news for you. Okay. If I say, Wow, can I use it? You say, Yeah, go for it. But if you just shared with me something in fun, like you know, just as friend to friend, I mean that's not fair to do, but if you're saying I got news for you, if you send me a press release, or if you put something on social media, you know it, it's public. And right, and and I'll have to, you know, my my uh, counterpart down in Mahoning County makes vast use of his Facebook post yeah. for a prosecutor down there, and uh, the U.S. Marshals uses the former Twitter for their their uh, you know the fugitive of the week. And and if they ca- capture somebody, that's uh, very pasted on Twitter. And uh, you know, I've seen Ohio State Patrol posts on Twitter. And I you know I know my my public information officer for the region on the patrol uses social me- media a lot. It's just a reality of communication in the year twenty twenty four. Well, yeah, I spent some time in public relations. It was funny um, when I first worked in public relations. They told me. Here's the phone, call papers, call TV stations, see if you can get our news on, on your stuff. So usually I'd be the guy who, who would call. Anymore, man, it's very accepted. If you put out email, if you put out social media, people right. understand that in both ways. The PR people understand that. They're like, look, 
I'll send you this email. I'll send you a release. I'll send you, I'll put a post out in social media. That way I don't have to call each individual reporter, make sure they have it right. You know, it's important to get out there and, you know, any type of a notable personality or something like that, it happens. Um, So just again, I, I know it sounds like we're sending out messages, but I think it's important just a reminder of how news works and what we do today. I, Again, like when I first started as a reporter, sometimes all I could do is call people or get get in the car and knock on their door. But with how things have changed, we're doing right. so much more right. stuff on email. In so many ways, it's easier, but in many ways, it's more difficult. People get, you know, things misconstrued a little bit. Well, I'll tell you one thing with Mahoney Matters, we tend to run more of the exact quotes. Like, you know, we had a story a couple months ago about Mercy Health. They were getting into an insurance squabble. Right. And, you know, in PR, you'd send these five-page statements. I, I think back to your boss, Dennis Watkins. He'll post a three-page response. We're more apt to run that three-page response. Why? Why? We get the whole text of what they're saying. And we can get away with doing that. Right. And there's no room for misquoting there. Yeah. And that's why I know some people read us regularly say, why do you run some more? Well, I'd rather run the whole thing. We can, and it works out good. All right. Well, I, I think that's what we have for today. Um, well, that's all right. Uh, yeah, you know, definitely. you have a procedure going on uh, later this week, and I wish you the best of luck and, uh, you know, Godspeed. Yeah. Um, I can mention it, right? You think that's okay? I mean, I'm doing this here on a public place. <laughs> I think it's okay. Well, it's up to you. Um, <laughs> it's going to be yeah. on social media. Uh, yes, yes. I'm going to post on social, and hey, if somebody wants to write about it, go for it. But no, I, I just have a um, hopefully minor procedure uh, that other people have gone through uh, this weekend. Hopefully it takes care of some stuff. Yeah, just like we all. We all have health concerns, you know. Uh, what, what was the old sports phrase? We're all day to day. That's uh, right. I find myself in that position right now. It's let's call it a regular procedure, right? Would you classify what's going on as that? It's 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 a routine procedure. Yes. Yeah, it's a it's a procedure, and again, I, I'm choosing not to reveal everything about it. But it's kind of a been there, done that. If I said that, you, a lot of people are like, huh? I've I've done that before. Uh, but just keep me in your prayers. It's something that. I can speak pretty routinely when it comes to news. When it comes to health things, I get a little nervous and jury. So uh, if you would pray that everything goes okay for me and also pray that I kind of keep my composure and keep my head. Um, there you go. Let's let the stre- let prayer that the stress level for Chris well, drops Thursday longer, and Friday. Yeah, the longer you're in this business, you you can keep your composure, whatever said. I mean, you've been there, done that. You've heard everything. When it comes to health, I haven't been there. I haven't done that. I haven't heard anything. That's what gets me a little bit nervous. So, yeah, keep me in your thoughts and prayers. And like I said, when I can say more, I'll say more. But I, I think for now, just a regular procedure and keep me in your prayers. All right. Well, for Guy, this is Chris. Thanks for checking out our Mahoney Matters Week in Review. Like I said, we taped this on Tuesday. If anything happens from Wednesday to Thursday, we'll definitely cover it with next week's show. Have a good Have a night. good weekend.